0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch
1: this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the Sports Grid Network. Let it rain! Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. All All right, here we go. Buckle up. It is a Friday, October the 18th, 2019. We've got week seven of the NFL season kicked off, ready to go. Also, week eight of the college football season kicked off with a couple of uh, games there this week thus far. One on Wednesday, two last night. And, oh, yeah, we are getting just a little bit closer to the start of the World Series going to take place one way or the other beginning on Tuesday, October the 22nd. Who is going to be playing the Washington National? Well, at the end of it all, guys, uh, the winner of the Yankees-Astros series might have been determined last night. Oh! High, fly ball down the line. Springer's over with plenty of room, and the Astros take game 4-8-3 to take control of this American League Championship Series, now leading three games to one. Yep, and uh, I'll give you three guesses as to what the biggest problem with the Yankees was, and it wasn't pitching. I'll even help you that. that. Uh, once again, the Yankees completely inept with runners in scoring position, a team that uh, appears to have been built in to win 100 games in 162 game season they uh they are fantastic in the regular season but i do think there is something to be taken away a uh an observation here from both the washington nationals and the astros who are let's face it they're on their way now to uh to the world series uh they're built a little bit differently these two teams and everything that they do well uh, the Yankees don't do well, and it showed up again last night. Opportunities, opportunities, opportunities. The team hit 294 with runners in scoring position, Dane, during the season. They're not even hitting 100 in this uh, in this postseason here in this series. So that tells you everything you need to know. Uh, it ain't pitching. A uh, lot been made about pitching, Dane, but... You, you tell me, uh, you tell me, Aaron Judge and Canarcion and Sanchez and the whole rest of them in there, uh, how many times in that game last night did you count the opportunity for the Yankees to blow it wide open? In the first inning alone, they, that game could have been over. But I think that's what history will tell us, that the Yankees, a machine uh, during the regular season of long ball hitters, couldn't get it done in the postseason. Good
0: morning, Joe. Morning degenerates on make it rain here. Let's cock a doodle. Do it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this is what we said going into the playoffs, Joe. We said this. We said October will be different. We said we'll have more nip and tuck games, more unders. And we said that teams, you know, I was saying it about Minnesota. At first, right? We were saying that teams that were built for the long ball and built with this three true outcomes regular season, that ain't going to fly in the playoffs when sphincters get tighter. You're going to need to still rally. You're going to still need to put some hits together. Situational hitting. Remember, yesterday, I remember I was telling you about like the hit and run that Altuve did, and I was so impressed by that. the The other side of the continuum is what we're seeing with the Yankees. They went 0 for seven mm-hmm. with runners in scoring position yesterday, Joe. They stranded 10 runners on base. There were multiple. The first inning was one. Another inning, they had bases loaded and one out. And then what happened? Glaber struck out. Encarnacion struck out. Gary Sanchez, despite his two run homer, strikes out all the time. The Astros, the Astros just just play better fundamental baseball. There was also like three errors by the Yankees and I understand there were bad hops to LeMayu. I get it. But the wheels were coming off in like the 6th and 7th inning, Joe. And it was, the Astros just play better fundamental baseball and when things get tight, when the air gets cold, uh, you need that as well. Don't get me wrong, they got the dominant starting pitchers too, but it's fundamental baseball. Situational hitting. Contact hitting. Is what we needed at some time. In the first inning, you know, you get you get contact, you get another run-in. You know, we had strikeout, strikeout when a sack fly or a ground ball could have gotten a job done and really tightened up that game.
1: One hit, guys, in in this entire series, the the Yankees, it wasn't like they got dominated. It wasn't as if they were completely inept. They have on a number of occasions in three games, games two, three, and last night, they were literally one hit away from this being yeah. a totally different series than what it is right now. They couldn't get it against Verlander and company there in game two and in extra innings. That not that they didn't have a chance to, they just couldn't get it. They couldn't get the hit uh to Garrett Cole to be able to push him out. They had plenty of opportunities again in the first inning. And so, and then of course, last night, Granke leaves the door open. A guy who is known for his command walks four guys in the first inning. And all the Yankees could muster up from that was the walk he actually brought in. That was it. And that's one run, guys. That's one run. And by the way, it was his first three... A couple of firsts in that game last night, too, for Granky. Number one, it's the first time he's ever walked four batters in the first inning in his career. And it's the first time that he uh, he walked the uh, uh, three guys in a game uh, in the same inning there since 2007. Like, he was begging you, get me the hell out of this game. He was obviously not sharp enough. And once again, the Yankees. How do you get the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth inning? One out, Glaber Torres, Ein Conarciona, the two guys up next. They don't even put the ball in play, Dane. They don't even put the ball in play. Game over as far. At that point to me, it was over. Saying, it didn't make a damn bit of difference. It was over at that point.
0: And it was huge because that was it was 3-1 at the time. Joe, even if That's they, just, just, get yes. fly, if they just, just get a sack fly. If they just get a sack fly, Joe, and make it 3-2, then you know what happens? That building starts getting in, in you know. Uh, back up and going it starts getting loud you know and you're within range you know and then what I find interesting is right after that in the next half that's when Correa mm-hmm. goes yard you know what I'm saying kind of like to put their foot on the throat of the Yankees now yes Gary Sanchez you know answered back with a two run shot but yeah it, it feels like Joe you know we talk about some NFL teams like the Ravens are one dimensional you know, and other teams are one-dimensional, it feels like the Yankees are a one-dimensional team and they are going up against the Houston Astros that, like, can run the ball and have a passing game. You know what I mean? And the Yankees are this one-dimensional team and we're facing a guy like Bill Belichick who's making us play right-handed, you know, and and to use the football analogy. And they just don't have it right now.
1: There is really not a whole lot separating, guys, what the Twins were and what the Yankees are. And that's the sad truth right now. Even though the Yankees beat them, they're the same damn team, man. All right, more on that. Of course, Thursday night football, Kansas City, Denver. Talk about that coming up here. Let's make it rain on this Friday Uh, oh, good, good. Do me a favor. Check the G chat when you get a chance. Would you, my friend? Rossi, Thank you. Welcome in here, guys. It is a Friday. It is October. I can't believe it. It's the 18th, really, as we're heading into a halfway point uh, uh, of the NFL season. Week seven underway. College football week eight. And, of course, World Series next week. NBA starts next week, too. Uh, college hoops wow. just after that. I mean it's um it's crazy. It is an absolutely crazy time of year. We're we going to organize but, the rundown, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you
0: all know, right. Crazy. I, mean, I mean, guess know, the like, World Series will well, be over by the time the NBA really starts well, going, right?
1: Well, yeah, right. Well, the NBA starts on the, the same day of the yeah, the 22nd. So it starts the same day as the World Series. So we'll have to spend some uh some time there uh on Monday trying to go over some of these uh, future yeah. bets that we have in. And uh speeches. now I understand you. Yeah. Where are you going? Aren't you going somewhere here in a program, though? Where are you going to be? Oh, I'm out of town this weekend. And, and, and and
0: Joe, the Yankees may get bounced out of the playoffs. The Jets have the Patriots Good. this week. I'll oh. give you one guess as to where I'm going. Oh. I will be in
1: the glorious oh, state of
0: Massachusetts this weekend. Oh, dude. Oh. Um. Ouch. Yeah, I will be going you know behind, be behind enemy lines. Oh. I will be behind oh. enemy lines, and I will be uh, repping all sorts of Yankees and Jets
1: gear, my friend. That a boy, it's safe. You're gonna do it. Do it right, man. Go into enemy territory, and uh, and we'll talk about that game coming Probably up too. Because watch,
0: I will potentially watch the Yankees get bounced out of the playoffs
1: in a bar
0: in. The state of Massachusetts. I don't know. I I don't know what I'm about to expect here, but I I will be the same fan, and I will be like that guy that we were celebrating yesterday. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, if you're going to be there tonight, then yes, you are absolutely going to have an opportunity to watch the Yankees get bounced out because and, and check, Dana. It it wasn't on about an hour ago, and I, I've been looking, but there is no line out. It looks for this game here tonight, and I'm not sure if that's because. I, it it was penciled in. It was going to be Paxton and Verlander. So unless something has changed, and I don't know why oh, it would yeah, change for it. the Yankees, but unless something happened where maybe A.J. Hinch and uh, they're going, you know what, let's maybe they figured they yeah. got it in the bag. There's no point in bringing Verlander out here. Maybe they go bullpen now um, and save right. Verlander for game one and two of the back?
0: World Series. Are they for would it be regular rest because of the rain out?
1: No, it was regular rest. Yeah, it would it would have been regular rest. Okay. So maybe they're just opting to go. You know what? Let's get the bullpen because the bullpen day for both teams in all likelihood was going to be Saturday, and it was going to be game uh, game right. si- uh, game five, game six rather. So maybe he's just <laughs> saying, oh, hey, you know what? There's no but point. Give him a game rest. Game one is Tuesday, why, why right?
0: So I don't think it, Tuesday, I don't yes. know, Joe. I don't know that matters. Like, let's say Verlander goes tonight, right? Um, mm-hmm. this is Friday. And his next right. thought on normal rest would be Wednesday, and that would be game two of the World Series. And Cole would pitch game one, right? So, like, wouldn't he be slated to – like, I don't know that they're gaining anything for Verlander by – sit. you know what I mean? It's almost like having Verlander start in a Saturday would hurt them because then that would push back what he could do in the World Series if and when they make it there. So I don't know. I, that That sounds counterintuitive to me almost. Unless they think they can I get through the know. ALCS without using Frommander at all, and they think that even in a bullpen day they can get it done that, against yeah. the Yanks tonight,
1: that's what I'm thinking. Which would be very I'm thinking, bold. They, I'm thinking they might think this game is over, this series is over, and not only can they beat Paxton because the Astro hitters now, guys, are uh, they're starting to. They're starting to feel it here a little bit. So if they can win tonight, then you've got your entire rotation ready to start with. Again, Verlander one, Cole two, Drinky three, yes. going up against Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. It lines up pretty well. Uh, you know, lines up actually really well. Uh, but again, I don't know if that's the reason why the line's not out yet. Uh, maybe Pack. Maybe right. I don't know. Maybe Boone's doing something different here. Maybe it's not Paxton, but. It's been established, or at least it was written in, that it was going to be Paxton Verlander here in this game during the that's rainout they uh, announced it. And I find it odd that it hasn't posted yet uh, unless something has changed, unless there's a uh, a pitching situation here that we don't know about. But what, what a choice that the Yankees have. I don't think the Yankees have a damn choice, do they? I mean, that's Paxton or it. No, Unless he's hurt. It's got to be Paxton. Like they
0: can't go back to Severino this quick. Tanaka just went, and then no. nobody else I would trust. So it's hey, got to be. Who else
1: Paxton. is there? Right, right. It's got to be unless, Paxton, unless they go
0: open. But they used Shane Dean yesterday, right. also. You know what I mean? No, this has to be Paxton. I think you're right. If anything, it would be on the Houston side. But honestly, Joe, I see that as like a uh, a uh, egotistical, bold move to be like, nah, nah, nah. We'll just save Verlander because we've got this in the bag. I don't, I don't. I, I don't think that's or the way they're Or maybe honestly,
1: he's saying, I need an extra be, day. That could be, too.
0: It, that could be, but I think it would be very bold yeah. for A.J. Hinch to be like, you know what? We got this. Let's just save our horses. Um, so we'll yeah. see. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I don't know Actually, if he's
1: doing it that way, but there I, might be an injury. I'll, I'll tell that you could what, be though. very well, something we're not hearing about.
0: That's true. I'll tell you what, though. I've gone on a couple of books and I haven't seen it, but literally just on like ESPN, it has Mm -hmm. the Yankees as minus 135 with a run total of eight and a half with the listed starters Verlander and Paxton. But that's just ESPN, not like an actual book. So maybe they took it from a book hours ago and it's since been taken down but that's what I mean.
1: it was posted late last night so what that's what right. i'm saying what the hell happened overnight where the, every book not just what like every book took it down i can't find it anywhere yeah so i don't know maybe where, uh maybe something was said
0: maybe i mean would they ever do and i don't think so joe but would they ever be like oh we have to recalibrate because like we think the Yankees are done. Like that was such a nail in the coffin. What we saw yesterday that like, but I don't think books would actually move on that kind of emotional no. thing where no, it, looked it dominant dominant.
1: So I don't know. Yep. Yeah. And the only reason they'd pull it down is if there's again, it's not this, the two pitchers that are the starting pitchers where there, there might be a change uh, because usually hey, even if one book pulls it down, you're going to have a few others that will leave it up if it's just you know one of them oh. might be a little bit for none of them to have them up and to have that line, you know, at minus one thirty because it looked like that last night too where the uh, um, it was right around that minus one twenty five minus one thirty yeah. is what I'm seeing, and yeah, so very was strange. There any, so keep an eye on that. Was there any like, late injury? Was there any late injury last night that like maybe we didn't I, really? I've been looking pay attention to right. Yeah, I, that's I, what I'm saying. Unless something, something was said after the game in the post uh, in the press conference where they had asked him. And A.J. Hinch said, right. now nah, we might uh, we'll let you know something. Uh, you know, we might make a, we might go bullpen day early or something. Um, but I, well, it, it should be up by, I would think, eight o'clock this morning. Uh, East yeah, Coast we'll time, I, w- I would think we'll, uh, we'll we'll monitor it. But I, I you're right. It's got to be it's Paxton or bust. For the, uh, for the Yankees here. I don't know if they can do anything with the lineup. I doubt that very much, but listen, it's all but over. History tells us uh, 87% of the time, postseason teams in a seven-game series up 3-1. Yeah, they're moving on, guys. So get ready uh, for Astros, Nationals. I'm And I'm not being a pessimist here, guys. It's just a reality here that uh, nothing we've seen from the Yankees uh, and everything that we've seen from the Astros points to the Astros advancing and then get ready. I think it's going to be one hell of a World Series. Can I tell you the truth? I think it's uh, the way it sets up, having the Astros and the uh, and the Nationals with the big three guns there. Uh, I think that's going to be one hell of a World Series. What a pitching battle. With I mean, you want to talk about two teams who are very similar and play the game the same way? Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun to watch, Dane. As much as I love the Yankees, you know, a big part of me is like, I I really want to see this uh, Astros-Nationals team do battle in seven games.
0: Yeah, Joe, it's interesting. Remember the All-Star game a few months back, and we were like, we're going to see if great pitching beats great hitting? Well, we're going to see the same thing potentially in the World Series. But, Joe, (laughs) I'm going to hold out hope, kid. like my man Yogi Berra said, it ain't over until it's over. I know.
1: I know. It's I, big mountain so, I saw this fat lady singing it on the this morning, me. so that's the only prop I had, man. All right, we'll talk about some NFL coming up as well. Big news on Patrick Mahomes next. I don't know. Get in the damn game with a DraftKings sportsbook account. Come on! All of these winners—we're making it rain for you every damn day here on the show. And if you are listening right now, you can take that knowledge we're handing out here, and you can go ahead and get a deposit bonus of up to five hundred bucks. DraftKings sportsbook account. Here's how it works: create a DraftKings sportsbook account, make a deposit, and then place your first bet. DraftKings. They'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, the offer is eligible to all users, plus new users. You guys get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure. You check out the website for details. And welcome in here on this uh, Friday edition of Make It Rain on the Grid Sports Grid. Dot com is where we are and want to invite you guys, by the way, to follow us uh, on YouTube and Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Never miss an episode. Never miss uh, a great information about the upcoming games, uh, whether it be fantasy or sports betting advice. All can be found at YouTube and, of course, on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Uh, so, Dane, last night we had a Thursday night football game and yep. you and I yesterday we uh, we dove into this game. Uh, A lot and and a lot of people, uh, a little head scratching going on because of the fact that the public was so fixated on the Kansas City Chiefs. But that crazy ass line movement from five and a half to three uh, and such a low percentage of tickets being written, but such a high percentage of money backing the Denver Broncos to have that line move and, by the way, stay there. When you know, 90% of the tickets uh, and everything else was coming in on Kansas City, it was a, a huge signal of professional smart money backing Denver in this play last night. So a lot of people didn't know what to make of it. What should it be? We knew Thursday night uh, we've got divisional game. We've got a banged up offensive line for uh, for Kansas City they're down Sammy Watkins he's you know Mahomes has got an ankle problem i mean you go down the list and yeah it was they you know the boxes checked and it made sense why the sharps and why they were backing denver you know you and i we were uh we were more on the totals than we were the sides cuz it just you know to me there were too many variables there who the hell knows what you're going to get. I understood it, but I we thought the value was in the total and, you know, we liked the under in that game and that, of course, opened up at 53, but that climbed down. It closed around 49, 49 and a half. And then uh, you know, one of the comments we made yesterday was to alert people of who the backup quarterback to Kansas we City sure was. Did. And uh, I got blamed for that last night too uh, pretty heavily. Apparently, I'm a voodoo doctor now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we had talked about get ready Pat, uh, because if he goes down, get ready for Matt Moore. Um it, it it might very well happen. And I was like, oh no, stop. Oh, well, you know, here's what it sounded like, guys. Fourth down and one. Now Mahomes, and that makes him nine for ten in that category. It's one of the most Oops. dynamic athletes in all of sports. Is injured on this fourth and one carry, and it was the right knee. Yeah, and uh, you could hear it. It was a – at first, Dane, on TV, it looked like everyone thought it was that ankle. And then the reaction was, like, wait a minute. Like – Fourth and one, Andy, like you, you got a quarter of your franchise is, is got a knee. has got an ankle wrapped up here to it. Ridiculous. He can barely move on sneak, it. Sure. And let me call a quarterback sneak. <laughs> and it was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then, of course, it wasn't the ankle. It was, you know, his knee popped out of, of all damn things. So, no, it's a patella dislocation is the technical word, uh, the doctor words for it. But. Yeah, he blew his knee. I mean, his knee basically was uh, out of its socket there and all the way to the left. And guys were, it was a little freaky because once he ripped his helmet off and guys were like patting him on the shoulder, and even though he got up on his feet, you kind of had a feeling something else is going on. And then sure enough, Matt Moore comes into the game. And all of a sudden at that point, I know that anybody holding a Kansas City ticket last night was like, you got to be kidding me, right? Like, uh, you know how many people for the first time, and shame on you guys for not listening to us, but do you know how many people had zero idea Matt Moore was even a backup quarterback in Kansas City? Like, they had no idea, like, who he was or who the backup was, but the reality came, uh, came true last night. And listen, this might be a blessing in disguise, Dane, because depending on what the MRI says right And apparently every doctor in the world is 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 commenting now saying the MRI will tell you it's all about the tendon damage. Right. If there is significant tendon damage because of the dislocated knee, surgery may be required and then he's looking at a you know a lengthy time away. but if it's nothing if it's not if surgery's not required, he'll miss a couple of games and he'll be back. At which particular case Matt Moore is not a rookie. You know, and he right. showed you last night coming in cold. It took him a little while, but get the ball to your playmakers. And wouldn't you know it? He he did just that with Tyreek Hill. So uh, I would not necessarily stick a fork in the season, Dane, of the Kansas City Chiefs yet. Uh, I do think that uh, there is still uh, there might still be hope, but I think it's all going to come down to that MRI and uh, and exactly whether or not he's going to need to go under the knife.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Joe, you know. I mean people who play or watch sports you've seen like a shoulder you can dislocate a shoulder and then people you can literally pop it back in right and sometimes that's it and it's okay this is kind of what's happening with this kneecap apparently um and while it sounds horrible <laughs> right it may he may have avoided the serious injury now mm-hmm. if he's got some ligament damage he done <laughs> you know what I mean? But if not, then maybe it's just a few weeks. And to be quite honest, Joe, you're right. That would be a blessing in disguise because that would give him the time to heal up the damn ankle as well. All right? Mm-hmm. We have been saying for weeks, Joe, I said literally yesterday morning that I was oh. worried about Patty Mahomes finishing the game. I-, I was going back and forth with our homegirl, Ariel Epstein, you know, because um, literally that was my poll for Fantasy Freestyle yesterday. Like, what's going to happen right. with Mahomes? And, mm-hmm. you know, we, her and I were going back back and forth. And I literally said, I just, I don't think he's going to make it through the game. And then she hit me up while it happened. I was like, you know, I, 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 sometimes I hate being right. We said it yesterday morning, Joe, but I think you're right. It provides an opportunity. If there's no ligament damage and this winds up being like a two, three week thing, then he's got an opportunity to heal up with that ankle as well. Green Bay, Minnesota at Tennessee at the Chargers in Mexico, Joe. Those are the next four games before the Kansas City buy. Um, and listen, maybe Matt Moore can hold the fort. You know, that's what backups are supposed to do. And we've seen it across the NFL this year with young guys and with older. But Joe, we got a poll question up, and that was the poll. What can we expect from Matt Moore and the Chiefs if Mahomes, or how, depending on how much time Mahomes misses, Chiefs will still win? More will hold the fort or there goes the season. What do you think the people are saying, Joe? Uh,
1: I hope they're not sticking a fork in the season. I, I hope that's getting the least amount of votes here, Dane. Oh,
0: no, it is not. Of course not, oh. Joe. Come on. This is a recency bias public, yes. Joe. Come on.
1: Yeah. Forty
0: three percent, Joe, say there goes the season.
1: Uh huh. Well, if that's the case, Dane. And by the way, it's not. Okay, no, I don't think but- it is either. Yeah, it's not. And and by the way, we do have some, uh, you know, make it rain breaking news here. Uh, Ian Rappaport, uh, well, I'll let you hear for yourself here what he uh, just said there on uh, Good Morning Football. This is what he is reporting about Patrick Mahomes.
3: And my understanding is Patrick Mahomes does, in fact, have a dislocated kneecap, as James Palmer who was on the scene last night, told us pretty quickly thereafter. That is the facts of what we know right now. He's also going to get an MRI later today to determine ligament damage. And look, you guys saw it as everyone did. It looked like a dire situation on the field, as bad as it could be. Pretty quickly thereafter, though optimism came. I talked to several people involved in this situation. Uh, The view right now is that Patrick Mahomes is expected to miss about three weeks pending the results of the MRI. If the MRI come in and show that there's severe ligament damage, obviously it could be more. It could be much more. No one knows for sure. But this was a telling response from a source in the know last night. This was it, guys, about as good as it could be. That right there tells you a lot about where the Chiefs and those associated with Patrick Mahomes are right now heading into the MRI today.
1: Three weeks, Dan, and, and I got to tell you, for them to be leaking that. Right. Uh, yeah. That. Right. They're. they're, they're gotta they have. they got to be optimistic. Yeah. They're
0: not gonna have six hours later be like, "Oops, our bad. He's going oh, he's under yeah. the knife. Seasons yeah.
1: over." Exactly. they right. Exactly. They're
0: not putting that out there. They yeah. are. They are laying concerns right now. And Joe, my biggest dynasty league with my home squad that I have a good entry fee for. For I've mm-hmm. won the championship back to back years. Yeah. 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 Patty Mahomes. So of course. my my heart was in my throat all night. Yeah. Not only. And you're not alone.
1: Yeah, so no, you're not alone. There's a lot of Patrick Mahomes – you know, people sitting there right now looking at their lineups yeah. going, you you got to be kidding me here. But yeah. listen, it, the best news possible is that, again, depending on what the MRI says, but for them to be leaking out and pushing out the narrative of, you yeah. know, three weeks here, they're also saying that it looks like he'll even he'll be able to play through some discomfort. It's not going to. It, the ankle could be a bigger problem than it sounds like what yeah, this knee could like, be. Give him three yeah. weeks off the damn ankle. Right. And that's what I'm thinking. I think it's per. It could be a blessing in disguise. And guys, you've got yourself a backup quarterback here that is is more than capable of being able to run uh, an Andy Reid offense, which he showed you. Now you're going to give him 10 days to get ready for Green Bay. You're going to have you're going to get a little healthier on the offensive line. Some of the weapons back Kansas City. If he's only gone three weeks, three games is going to be just fine. Stop a win against Denver. We were talking about the division. They won last night. But if you are a pessimist and if you want to fade Kansas City, there is one bet you can make. We'll tell you what that is coming up here as we look to make it rain on a Friday. So there is some good news for uh, one NFL uh, quarterback and for his team, but it does look like uh, Mitchell Trubisky is going to start this weekend. So the Chicago Bears will have their uh, quarterback. Uh, putting Chase Daniel uh, back on the bench as the Bears got pounded by the Raiders there in London uh, last time they played. They're now 3 and 2 on the season, but it looks like that extra rest uh, will give the Bears the opportunity to play Trubisky for this Sunday's game against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Breeze is still maybe a, a week or two away from being able to come back, uh, but uh, there will be no Alvin Kamara in that game either looks like they're taking him down so it's a it's a different look but if uh you got uh, if you got Trubisky back I don't know it's obviously going to be you know he's shown as as frustrating of a quarterback he is to to watch he he's still the quarterback for that team and Chase Daniel uh did as good a job as he could uh trying to uh maintain it uh while uh, while he was out but it's good to have your starting quarterback uh in The game and looks like the looks like the Chargers are getting some help back. Russell Lacoon, the uh, the offensive lineman there, he's back, Uh, which was he was the dude. He had a pulmonary embolism. If you guys remember that he was a dude that was like, whoa, like, yeah, so he is. That is a really good thing. They can activate him off of the uh, non, the reserve non-football injury list. He has been cleared by doctors for uh, for game activity and game action. So that's an immediate upgrade at the tackle position for the Chargers, guys. That is great news if you are a Bolts fan. And I am pretty sure right now our boy, uh, you know, Phillip Rivers, if he's not making a child again right now, he is probably jumping up in joy going, Yay, we might be able to actually run the ball, especially for those of you that might have Austin Eckler or Melvin Gordon. Yeah, it would be nice to be able to uh, to run the ball again. But those of you that are fading Kansas City here because you think, uh, and let's say, let's just say hypothetically, worst case scenario, Dana comes back, the MRI, they have, uh, there's tendon damage, he's gone. He's gone for the year. So right. you've got one of two choices here. You think either Matt Moore is gonna be fine oh, and uh they'll oh. be good to go, or you're right. fading them. And if you are going to fade them, then it's very simple. What you do right now today, and Dan will look at the future odds here for the uh for the division for the AFC West. Yeah. If you are uh if you are convinced that Kansas City is gone, then what you do immediately today is you go bet, put a hundred dollars on the Raiders. On the Denver Broncos and on the uh, on the, uh, the San Chargers. Diego San Diego the Chargers there, any which way you cut it, if right. you think Kansas City ain't winning, you are making money by betting all three of the other teams right now to win the AFC West.
0: Yeah, right. remember Joe, our, our guy Mattress Matt, and then we were like, Mattress. hey, cover also the NL, cover the Big mm-hmm. Three or the field. Remember we were trying to cover it. And so, yes, as long as, just mathematically, right, as long as all three of those are over three to one, you mathematically win unless of course if you are in fact fading and right now over at FanDuel Joe of course that is the case. Oakland is the second choice in that division right now, which I think is interesting at plus 500, 5 to 1, the Chargers okay. are at 6 to 1, at 600, 600. and the Denver okay. Broncos, which I know you you kind of like anyway, they're at 16. To one. So not only do you make that bet, but then you hope like hell that it's Joe Flacco's squad that makes it happen. But I don't know, Joe. I don't think I would do that. I, you know, I mean, I'm saying if you, you know, you're saying if you're fading the Chiefs.
1: no, if you're convinced
0: it's if you're over.
1: Yes. The right. Absolutely.
0: I don't know that I am, especially not yet, because like we said before, they're leaking these news. It seems optimistic. I honestly, here's what I think will happen, Joe. They're saying three weeks, right? They have four weeks until their bye, okay? So why not, you know, just have them sit out the four, the fifth how week. How many conference for the bye. games do they
1: have in between that? What's how that? Many, uh, well, they're playing Green Bay. That's out of conference. Like, how many conference games do they have in that before the bye? Two of them. Two. So two, half of them. Okay, so half, half of the them, four. and
0: one of them. You know, so the, I'll tell you what they are again. the The next two are not. They are, are home non conference games against Green Bay and Minnesota. Oh, okay. okay. then it's at Tennessee mm. and then it's technically an away game against the Chargers but that's that makeup game in Mexico
1: Joe that's the Mexico um, game okay
0: so and then there's the bye so I really believe what they what the prudent well obviously if his ligaments are damaged and he's going under the knife it's a different story right, right? Different, but if all right. this stuff that we're kind of hearing if we're reading the tea leaves that he avoided catastrophe right and mm-hmm. it's a a three-week thing, well, then I believe the prudent decision is to make it a four-week thing, then you got the bye, and then he comes back after that, and Joe, we were talking about if Denver won, if Oakland won, if the Chargers won this week, that it was all real, real tight, but the Chiefs beat Denver last night with Matt Moore and a defensive touchdown, you know, so they are, right now, those Chiefs, they're at five and two, you know, and, what happens when Green Bay wins? They are five point favorites at home. You know, they may have a cushion of, you know, say two games, where if just like all these other backup quarterbacks, if Matt Moore can hold the fort,
1: they'll be just fine. And you've got Oakland at what? Three wins? Three and two? You've got Oakland Kansas City at yeah. two and four. So Correct. if Kansas City, if I mean if San Diego San Diego, if the Chargers go ahead and win, and if Oakland wins this week, then they are right. three. So they'll they'll both be what? One they'll game two behind? Games. They'll have two games on them. Yes. Okay. So Oakland will have four wins. They'll be what? Four and two? They had a bye also already. Remember, Oakland already had their bye. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So they essentially, if Oakland wins, then it's really Oakland and, and Kansas City. And then the Chargers are a game behind then if they win. Right, but
0: this is also assuming Oakland's winning in a game where they're on the road and five-point
1: dogs. Uh, absolutely. And it's also going to be a very – because think about that from Green Bay. You're about to play two of the AFC uh, West leader, right? You're playing Oakland this week, and then you've got to take right. on Kansas City less Patrick Mahomes. Hey, yeah, and Green Bay locks out here, right? Because they uh, know – like, Tell me about it. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, I mean, Green, Green Bay locks out here. Yeah. Right? That is Crazy. But again, the bad news is if you don't, if you wait for the MRI, and uh, and of course it comes back negative, you won't get that odds right. Then you're not getting the odds. But I mean, if you are a pessimist and you're going, you know what? I don't trust it. I don't trust Matt Moore. I don't trust the organization. I think uh, Mahomes is going to be gone longer. Now's your time, guys. Go and go and bet it right now. Take because they're only going to get worse. Uh, The longer it goes, the more information we get. It's going to be the bad. same
0: thing a month ago, Joe, a month ago when Big Ben went down, I I, I, I shoved on the Ravens to win the division. Right.
1: And the same that's-
0: exact theory, because, you know, it. you and I, neither one of us have been believers in the Cleveland Browns. Right. Right. So when Big Ben went down, yeah. I was like, oh, and I took some money and I laid it on Baltimore. I did the same thing um, in a in a fool's way mm-hmm. when when Drew Brees went down. Right. I did the same thing, and I, I I thought the Atlanta Falcons would be the beneficiary. I was right. wrong,
1: <laughs> right? And I will say this: uh, I'm looking at a bunch of the look ahead lines here. A Patrick Mahomes less Kansas City Chiefs next week against the Green Bay Green Packers, Bay. guys. If he were to play, if he had been playing, all right, all things being equal, he would be roughly a four and a half point. Favorite playing the uh playing the Green Bay Packers. Now that he is not going to be playing, they are now a four and a half point dog. Do you guys want to I do get, the math get, as get, to how much Patrick Mahomes is worth in the uh in the betting markets here on this line? Yeah, that that's that's like nine points, guys. That's a nine-point swing. He is it's he is ridiculous. The MVP it's ridiculous how much. Uh, the the markets are pretending that he is worth because th- there ain't no single player worth nine points on anything. I don't give a rip who it is. There is no team worth nine points zero. Root and if you're going to give them to me, I'll take the nine <laughs> points all day long. But if you're going to tell me he, they would have been a four and a half point favorite against Green Bay. And now that he's not there, they're going to be a four and a half, four, four and a half point dog. Like, I, no, 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 goes. who, who? LeBron? He said Lebron, and I said oh, Wilt stop. Chamberlain. Oh, please, <laughs> Lebron, stop it! But, they got the they got the unibrow there. They don't need Lebron anymore. There you go. And uh, he's but a thing, Moore Joe. is more than capable, guys. Yeah. I am telling you, ten days to practice. Andy Reid is a hell of a coach. Uh, Matt Moore is more than capable of being able to get the ball into the weapons hands. And it it took him a little while. I know there were, there were a lot of naysayers because again, most people didn't even realize Matt Moore was on his team, but he didn't look exactly capable there in the first couple of sets. But guys, you got, you know, he's not a rookie. It took him a little while. they go in at
0: halftime and they figure out what likes to pull. Exactly. Exactly. And now we got a week. Yes. Now, absolutely. And here's the other thing, Joe, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, mm-hmm. you know, Danny Dimes. I can go on and on and on. Chase Daniel. You know, I mean, Jacoby Brissett, you know, we could keep mm-hmm. doing this, right? So if it's just holding the fort. But the other point, I'm, real quick, Joe, like. This is also bad for the NFL. Like, this kid was the becoming the face of the NFL. Everyone loved, like, he played the game the right way, wasn't one of these quote-unquote divas, even after winning the, you know, MVP. Remember uh, what, uh, I forget the player was, was saying, like, comparing him to Baker Mayfield, remember? And, ba- and they were like, Baker hasn't done anything. And one player even mm-hmm. said, like, if Pat Mahomes acted like that, it'd be one thing, but he respects the game so much, wouldn't do it. Oh, it was, it was Sherman right, that was right. talking about Baker in this way. And, and I, I bring this back for Patty Mahomes, like doing it the right way. No one has a bad word to say about this kid. He is the MVP of the league and becoming the face of the NFL. And so it's just It's bad for the game to have one of your your biggest stars out. Like, we've had Saquon Barkley out four weeks. Now, Patty Mahomes out four weeks. You know, the game is not as good with these players out. Like, we don't want to see Mike Trout miss the year. Stuff like that. LeBron be out for the year. It's just bad
1: for the NFL. Yeah, Well, it depends on how long he's out. If he's out three weeks, it actually adds to the NFL because it gives you a reason to either fade them or be root for them even harder and root for the little guy, the underdog to be able to come back. It's not Alex Smith. He's not, you know, he's not missing, you know, possibly his career over. If he can only miss three weeks, it adds even more intrigue to what's going on with Kansas city in that division. So, uh, you know, it actually might in a crazy way, be able to help Kansas city in this situation. Everybody else gets healthier. You know, if that defense continues to play the way they played last night, where the hell's that defense been uh, all year? Or is that just a byproduct of how inept the Denver Broncos are and Joe Flacco and the look of Elway's face last night? And I got to tell you that uh, Troy Aikman on the broadcast, I nearly fell over. I had to actually rewind it a few times because I was pissing myself listening to him say it. He he comes out on the broadcast and goes like after in the fourth quarter, after Flacco gets sacked again for like the ninth time and fumbles He's like, this is honestly the worst offense I've ever seen in an NFL game. He goes, I don't even know why people are still in the stands. (laughs) And they're panning to Elway. He's trying to be like, you know, Elway is one of the best quarterbacks that ever played the game. He's like, he's like, and yet they put the list of all the quarterbacks that Denver's had over the last couple of years. He's like, let me tell you, thank God for Peyton Manning. Otherwise, forget it. This organization would be mired in mediocrity and. My word, how can you go from showing what you showed the last two weeks to doing that last night against the backup everything lined up for or did. the Denver Broncos or did. last night, and you get sacked nine times. Yep. Ugh. You would think they you know and they look fine at the beginning, running the ball with Freeman. Ten plays, ten plays yeah. you went seventy five yards. And the then thing. you fake punt? Right. Oh, ah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's coaching. That's coaching. Yeah. Make coach, coach has,
0: Hey, let's go for a quarterback sneak with my
1: compromised MVP. Wait till you hear what he said about it. And. It- Welcome in here, guys. If you're just joining us, uh, welcome to The Grid here at SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez here as we look to make it rain. And uh, Andy Reid, uh, yeah, he uh, had to be questioned last night after the game because his decision to go for it on fourth and one inside the five was not really a, a, a difficult one to make. The, the question is, why call Patrick Mahomes's number when the guy's ankle is so taped up, he can barely walk, and this is what he had to say to it. No, I mean, very not too many people get hurt on a sneak, and so it's a freak thing, and uh, you know, and it happens. So, you know, I was proud. I was proud of our guys stepping up, and you know, they didn't let down, which can, you've seen that over the years. You've seen teams that let themselves down after one of your best players or the best player gets. Gets hurt, in particular the quarterback. And I was proud that our guys just stepped up and, and kept battling and really uh, everybody up their game, I thought. You mean when, when they watched the head coach put the, the best player on the team in jeopardy by calling his damn number and risking it? Nobody gets hurt on a sneak. You got 400 pound dudes falling all over the place. Like, what? The reason he got hurt was because you called the sneak. That was the whole reason. That's not fluke. What the hell are you doing, man? Oh, yeah.
0: Andy. It's like he pivoted real quick to I'm proud really? of my guys. Proud. You know, he did not answer the question, you know. And and also, Joe, the last two weeks, what we've seen is linemen rolling up on his yep. ankle. Exactly. That's when yes. he's been getting hurt. So, yep. sure, let me put him in the pile purposefully. Like, it's ridiculous. Re- Made no yeah, sense. maybe people don't get hurt on sneaks a lot, but you had a guy with a bad ankle and he was yep. going to be in the pile. Are you kidding me?
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's um head scratcher, guys, head scratcher. And if it's only three weeks, you're going to dodge a bullet there, Andy. But if it's anything more than that, you can keep saying freak thing all you want. That's uh That is going to be a questionable decision no matter what, especially when you've got. A whole lot of by the You're the most yeah. creative offensive play caller in the world. You couldn't come up with anything better than him sneaking? Not for the game in the second quarter. Ugh. He's on a bum ankle. All right, we got plays coming up next hour to break down, coming up tonight and this weekend. Second hour. Naked rain coming up on the grid.